This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us this morning. Well, Gordon Hoekstra joins us once again. He is an investigative reporter at the Vancouver Sun. Gordon, great to have you back on the program. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Uh, Last time you were here, we were talking, it wasn't that long ago, we were talking about uh, work you had been doing as far as uh, showing that the BC Securities Commission, while fines are issued and people are found guilty of fraud, the fines are very rarely paid and uh, people tend to get away with it. Uh, You have a new story out now uh, that shows even more of that. Yeah, no, we took a look at a more detailed look at uh, one particular uh, fraudster, a fellow named David Michaels. He lives over on Vancouver Island. He actually came to the attention of one of our other reporters, David Baines, who was a longtime business reporter back in the mid uh, 2000s. And so, for about from about 2007 to 2010, he uh, he was selling um, uh, sort of these very sophisticated securities to uh, seniors. Uh, anyways, the uh, the BC Securities Commission became aware of him, did an investigation, held a hearing, found him uh, that he had violated some securities laws, including um, for uh, advising um, clients when he was not supposed to, he was not registered to do so, uh, making misrepresentations about these uh, securities and also fraud. He was fined $17.5 million in order to pay back uh, $5.8 million in commissions that he'd, uh, that he'd earned from this. Uh, you know, to date, he hasn't paid a cent of that. Um, this is one of those situations where it looks like the Securities Commission has made some efforts to uh, try and find if they can get access to assets that he holds. There's a house in uh, Mill Bay in his wife's name, uh, but they believe it has, you know, been, you know, helped maintained by his earnings. And they also paid cash for a, a Hawaiian condo uh, back in 2009 that's, uh, you know, now worth more than a million dollars. And so it's just, it's baffling to hear those numbers, a $17.5 million fine uh, that presumably would help or would it go back to some of the investors or the people who lost money. But it seems like there's absolutely nothing they can do to recover any of it. Yeah, and, and that's the case that the, the commission and other commissions certainly make is that, you know, by the nature of these, uh, you know, these frauds that the they're good at sort of finding a way to kind of keep the money out of, you know, uh, protect it, you know, and that can be done by putting, simply putting it in a, in a spouse's name or, you know, or, or transferring it to uh, you know, some uh, jurisdiction that's, you know, outside of Canada. It makes all of the things, the kind of work that they would have to go to get after that more difficult. I mean, I am told in talking to, you know, various lawyers that have kind of expertise in this area, that it is all doable, that it just, it's a matter of effort. You know, obviously you would have to sort of take a look at the cases that make sense. You don't want to spend more money to go after, uh, you know, a little bit of money that doesn't make sense. But in this case, certainly there seems to be some assets here. Uh, but it, it's, uh, you know, it's a kind of a, kind of a will and a kind of an effort that has to be, uh, has to be sort of taken in order to, to, to do it. Now we'll see what the outcome of this is. The Securities Commission says that they're going to continue to go after this guy. But clearly, he doesn't seem to show any indication of wanting to pay his fine. And and uh, did you go to his house, or did you try and get uh, an answer from him? Yeah, no, we went out to uh, we went. Out, it was in Mill Bay, which is just north of uh, Victoria, and we we went and knocked on his door. Um, he seemed uh, quite surprised to see a reporter at his door. He declined, you know, to answer any questions and closed the door quite quickly. I did get an email later that late that night. Uh, from a David Michaels, uh, you know, basically laying out a, a, you know, a couple of paragraphs in which he basically made an argument that he had followed all the rules. I guess in some essence he was, you know, professing his innocence. 
and that if uh, you know if we wanted to know the whole truth, to uh, contact him. So I you know I sent him an email back and said we'd be more happy to talk to them, but pointed out that in fact the issues that he was talking about had already been found, that he'd been found to violate those rules, uh, and asked him if he was going to pay any of his fine. I, I never did get a response. And and his properties, the the Mill Bay house that you knocked on the door, and the condo in Hawaii. So. <laughs> He has put those, or those properties are solely in his wife's name. The, the the house has always been in his wife's name. It's 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 a kind of you know it's interesting. Uh, I, you see that more than often. Uh, you know, there's a couple other cases that I've looked at, actually more than a couple, in which you know people who are involved in you know uh, raising money or these kinds of businesses. You know, I don't know whether they expected to be you know be doing this kind of work fraudulent in the beginning, but you'll see that they have their uh, their their sort of the main. Uh, house in in the wife's name and that's the case here the case in hawaii the the house was in both of their names when they first bought it for cash uh then uh about like a day before the hearings wrapped up for the uh for the allegations against him he uh, they transferred it into his wife's name only very interestingly about a year i think a year and a half later they transferred it back into both of their names uh, in the court documents, they, you know, the, the Securities Commission lawyers were asking them questions about it. Uh, the, answer, the, the sort of the answer that they had for, in both cases about why they did it in the first place and why they transferred it back uh, seemed, you know, rather nonsensical. Uh, you know, they just said it was because it, it seemed like the right timing, but they denied that it had anything to do with the uh, with the uh, potential that they would have to pay penalties. Um, you know, he also has other assets, like he, you know, he has a, a really nice. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly how old it was, but, you know, a, a Mercedes S550, uh, you know, uh, uh, sedan, you know, sitting out in front yard uh, and looks like in pretty good condition, you know, well, to buy those things even 10 years ago new would be, you know, $80,000 or something, you know. And 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 while this is all going on and he continues uh, living in a beautiful house, so what has happened to the people who lost money? Uh, yeah, they have recovered none of it. Uh, you know, I've talked to several of the people. There was a woman I talked to who, you know, was encouraged to take out a, a, you know, a mortgage on her house. Uh, she lost about $170,000. She's managed to keep her house, you know, because she has a pension, a government pension, but, you know, she said she'll never pay off the house. I mean, it obviously it's been devastating to her. Another fellow that I talked to, he had come, you know, he'd sold a business and had a, a quite a bit of cash and basically invested it all into uh, into the uh, securities uh, that um, Michael had suggested, and he lost, uh, you know, over a million dollars. And, you know, uh, clearly, again, it's been devastating. In that, in that case, too, they've managed to hold on to their house. But he said, you know, their their lifestyle is obviously much diminished from what it, what it would have been. Uh, well, it's uh, fascinating uh, research that you're doing and what you're writing about. Uh, Gordon, thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to, to reading more stories from you. But thank you so much for taking some time with us this morning. Okay, thanks. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.